Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. In golf, Tiger Woods announced that he is withdrawing from the Northern Trust Tournament after receiving treatment on an oblique strain that he also said led to pain and stiffness. Woods made numerous mistakes Thursday on his way to shooting a four-over par 75 at Liberty National. Tiger also said he is hopeful he will be ready for the BMW Championship next week. In the NFL, Lions wide receiver Jermaine Curse has a broken left leg and also tweaked an ankle. The injury happened as Curse was blocking on a running play for Ty Johnson on the first drive of the game against the New England Patriots. Curse has not yet been ruled out for the season. And in baseball, Blue Jays rookie Bo Bichette became the first player in the modern era to double in nine straight games, and he broke the record in the 11th game of his career. I'm Chris Bavona, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. Welcome back to the BFFs here on the Fantasy Sports Network. I am Frank Stample, and we are trying our best to conclude the 2019 Fantasy Football Expert Draft here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Also live in studio, we have Steve Sadovoy and Spittin' Speeds, Dave Martinez. We have Alex Fasano over in the corner. We have Eric Young on Skype. We have Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz, on the phone. And now also joining us on Skype as we let go of Davis Maddock. <laughs> It is Michael Florio, our best friend forever. Mikey, Mike. what is going on? Not much, guys. Uh, hey, Mikey! Who's that? That was, that was that <laughs> <Dan> Martinez. <laughs> I like hey, your Mets hat, you brother, man. man. I like your Mets hat. You got to believe. Biggest series in years, man. <laughs> uh, this is a fantasy football show we'll be talking about. No New York Mets today on the program. Uh, Mike, I've got to let you... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. We got here. You know, I, I haven't picked on. I haven't picked on Yang in a we really long time. We have to, yeah, Jay. Do it, Jay. Do it. Crush him, crush him, Jay. Taking a freaking defense in the eleventh round. He just took the out, out. You can't be in an expert's draft and take a defense uh, in the eleventh round. Get Jim Day, out. it's worse. It's worse than this. I'm okay, Jim Day in a one quarterback league. He yeah, already yeah, had a quarterback, and then in ten and eleven, when his QB two Jared Goff, and then back that up with the Bears. Defense, Jay. That's right. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Unorthodox. Don't worry about my team. Just worry about beating me. All right. Ooh, no problem. Well, it's not going to be very hard to go <laughs> that. Too I actually basically will not worry you're about going, that. You're basically, you're going for second worst team. Good for you. Good job. I think, you're, I think you got it nailed. Yeah, uh, we all know who the worst team is in this draft right now. It is the Fantasy Taz Jim Day. I'm sorry, Jim, but uh, just looking <laughs> down this roster, you know, you take Todd Gurley. I know that's a Michael Florio favorite as well. Uh, Mike, we're going to try and work you in here. We'll let you know some of the picks that are going down here in the 11th round. So far, let us know what you think. Be perfectly honest about Team BFF. It is not a team we would normally draft. 
We were drafting out of the seven hole. It is a half point PPR league. You start one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, two flexes, not a super flex. So it could just be a running back, wide receiver, tight end, one defense, and no kicker. We go with DeAndre Hopkins, and then Travis Kelsey, Aaron Jones, Pat Mahomes, James White, Dante Pettis, Latavius Murray, D.D. Westbrook, Peyton Barber, Carlos Hyde, and John Brown. Be perfectly honest, Mike. Do you hate our team? No, I don't. Uh, it's not my favorite team. Uh, you don't have a weakness, I would say, but I also, like, outside of tight end, I don't think you have a, and quarterback, I would say, you don't have, like, a, an elite strength at the running back or wide receiver position. So I don't love the depth at those positions, but, I mean, you have a lot of guys who I target, like D.D. Westbrook, uh, Dante Pettis. Uh, I think if Carlos Hyde, you know, can win this job, he would be well worth uh, a pick that late. So I, I do like a lot of the players that you've picked. Florio, don't worry about it. He's got as wide receiver two and three, Dante Pettis and D.D. Westbrook. They'll be fine. <laughs> oh, we only start two wide receivers in this that league. That I don't love. We only start two wide receivers uh, in this obvious, league. And you know what? Hold on a second. Hold on a second, Jim. Hold on a second, Jim. No, 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 no. Hold on a second, Jim. You, you're not over there in San Francisco 49ers training camp, so I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You are not there in training camp. I don't care what the reports say. The guy has awesome hair, by the way, and he was awesome down the stretch last year. That is Dante Pettis. Jim, we haven't talked about this yet. Throwing him the ball. How about this? You drafted AJ Green in the fifth round. Ooh. Didn't you hear? He's going to miss the first month of the season. We're just giving you, know you a what? pass. Okay Andy Dalton still quarterback. Because I, I still have a ton of depth at my wide receiver core, and they blow your wide receiver core off the face of the planet. Larry Fitzgerald is older than Greg Sussman. I mean, what is he going to do this year for you? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you this. I, I, I'll tell you what. I, I think Larry Fitzgerald is going to outdo anybody on your team except for DeAndre Hopkins. How's that? Uh, I disagree. And he's my number four. <laughs> Dante, Dante well, Pettis is blowing up this year. You're trying not to flounder in this group of you know experts, trying not <laughs> to show yourselves up. I get it. I get it. We're, we're, we'll take it easy on you. It's your show. Yeah, we'll see. Fremont we'll see once the season the starts. Round. We can Jim, stop calling this and, an expert. Yeah, that's another thing. It's over. We'll go with expert slash uh, FNTSY <laughs> producers. That's, that's staff what, league. That's staff what staff we'll league. Call the this pit league. EY, I'll work you back in here. Your most recent picks. You take Kiki QT. You take Anthony Miller. You take Jarek McKinnon. And now you are on the clock. So let us inside the mind of Eric Young. What's going on? Yeah, I'm going upside here. This is a guy that. I just can't quit him. I can't quit uh, Lafleur offenses, and I can't quit Devontae Parker. So there he is. Ooh. Boom. Devontae Parker, again, of the Miami Dolphins. EY just can't quit him. We'll see ultimately, you know, if Devontae Parker could even get on the field. Preston Williams. Preston Williams looked pretty damn good last night for the Miami Dolphins. So if he gets an opportunity to run with Josh Rosen, we'll see what they can do out there in Miami. The 11th round is now over. We're in the middle of the 12th round, so I'll recap round 11. It was Alexander Madison, Greg Olson, Andrew Luck, the Chicago Bears defense, once again to Yang as a reminder for anyone out there listening or watching who wants to know <laughs> who took a defense in the 11th round. It was producer Yang. Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, John Brown, Marquise Goodwin, Derek McKinnon, Deion Lewis, Russell Wilson, and Damian Harris to round out the 11th round. Let's start over to uh, Alex Fasano here in the corner. You take a second tight end here in round 12 uh, with Eric Ebron. You can start a second tight end in your flex if that's something you want to do. Uh, is that something you plan to do, or do you just want some tight end depth here? I think I am 
probably going to throw Ebron in there uh, a couple weeks. You know, it depends. Like you said, we can throw a tight end in one of these flex spots. Um, and I, I said it before, I was thinking about using the Yang method and trying to get another quarterback as a trading block. But now that I realize how ridiculous that is, I did not go with two quarterbacks. I went with two tight ends because two tight ends are more valuable than two quarterbacks in this specific league. You disagree, Steve. Yes. Now, why you is should that? not own two players in a position where you only need to start one. Yeah, but the tight end capability you in the flex, flex a tight end. And potentially flex a exactly. tight end as well. So you can flex a tight there's end. A little, except, I except for the, a little bit more with the tight end. Except for the, the three outlier tight ends that will finish that are drafted in the top four or five rounds, the rest will never match up to the ceiling is never high enough, basically. So You're probably right about that. That is Steve Statavoy here on the BFS on the Fantasy Sports Network. It is the 2019 <laughs> Fantasy Football expert producer draft here on the Fantasy Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Welcome back to the BFS here on the Fantasy Sports Network. It is our 2019 Fantasy Football Staff Draft. That's what we're going with now <laughs> here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Uh, not necessarily an expert draft. because of Yang. When we have defenses going in the 11th round, you hear Fantasy Taz, Jim Day chiming in. We have him on the phone. We have Eric Young on Skype. We have Michael Florio on Skype. We have Alex Fasano in studio. We have Chris Ventra, Dane Martinez, and Steve Sadovoy also in studio. And let's go back to Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, as he continues to draft players that were great 10 years ago. He has Russell Wilson <laughs> as his QB1 and then takes Delaney Walker with the second pick of the 12th round here. As Adding his, to Larry Fitzgerald. As his number one tight end. Uh, Jim, tell us about the strategy of players who were good 10 years ago. <laughs> well, they're good 10 years ago. They'll be good this year. Um, you know, look, Russell Wilson, what are you going to say? Man, it's been a perennial top 10 Quarterback every year he steps on the field, no matter who he's throwing to. I don't see that changing. Um, Delaney Walker, hey, look, this is a guy that Mariona has always trusted, has always liked. They've always had great chemistry. He's supposed to be fully healthy. He's ready to go. And you know what? I'm going to take the chance on him. This is the thing. You, when you wait on tight ends, you've got to take a chance on somebody. I'm going to take a chance on him. Yeah. Taking a chance here on Delaney Walker. Looking at a few of the picks that have gone so far here in the 12th round, it started off with Tony Pollard and then Delaney Walker, as we mentioned, Golden Tate, Devontae Parker, Eric Ebron, Kenny Stills to Team BFF, Traquan Smith, Austin Hooper, and TJ Hawkinson. So we're seeing a few tight ends go off the board right now. I want to work Michael Florio back in here as well. Mike, with the situation involving Ezekiel Elliott and the holdout, we see Tony Pollard go off the board here with pick 12-1. How do you see this Dallas Cowboys backfield shaking out? You know, with everything that's going on with Ezekiel Elliott, you know, should he be falling down draft boards? We've seen him go fifth pick off the board overall in this draft. Uh, and then we see Tony Pollard go with the, in the 12th round. A lot of people are talking up Tony Pollard right now across the industry. How do you see this shaking out? 
Yeah, I, I still think Ezekiel Elliott gets signed. I think the Cowboys are under the mindset that this is one of their better years to go out and try to, co- to compete and win a Super Bowl. I think they're going to try to keep that offense together. And the offense really does run through Zeke. He's one of the few running backs that I think actually warrants wanting to get paid. But if he, you know, if this holdout continues or whatever, Tony Pollard is a pick that I like because I also think he can have a role in this offense even if Ezekiel Elliott signs. Unlike, you know, like an Alfred Morris, like he's just depth. For Zeke, but Tony Pollard is a pass catching specialist. He had almost as many receptions as carries in college. We we know Ezekiel Elliott really started to do more as a receiver last year, but Pollard is just he's super polished as a receiver. He could run routes. We we've seen videos of him legitimately stretching the field as a running back out of the backfield. Like that is impressive to see. So I, I like the Pollard pick that late. I think the upside is immense, and I think he could still have a role even if Ezekiel Elliott signs. EY, I want to throw this one your way as well. In, tom- in terms of Tony Pollard being worked into the Dallas Cowboys offense, even if Ezekiel Elliott signs here with the Cowboys, do you think that there's a chance that Tony Pollard can take away some of those receptions that Ezekiel Elliott saw in the second half of last season? I believe when we started breaking down the running back position, you know, you said that if Ezekiel Elliott was signed already, he would potentially be your RB1 overall off the board. So how do you see this Cowboys situation playing out? And if he signs, if Zeke signs with the Cowboys, will Tony Pollard take away some of those receptions from Ezekiel Elliott? Zeke still is my number one. I believe that he will sign the way that his contract is structured and, and who the Dallas Cowboys are and who Jerry Jones is. I think they're going to sign him and they're going to go for it. Um, do I think Pollard can take catches away? I don't think it'll be Pollard. I think it could be Randall Cobb, and I think Michael Gallup takes a big step this year. So I just don't think he's going to have as many receptions as he did last year. But Zeke is, in my opinion, he's the best running back in the league, and and uh, I would take him first overall still to this day. The 12th round finishes out after the TJ Hawkinson pick that I mentioned. Kyler Murray. A lot of people want to see where Kyler Murray goes in drafts. He goes at the end of the 12th round. Phillip Rivers goes, and then Josh Gordon. So we have some polarizing picks here at the end of the 12th round. Let's start off with the closer, Chris Ventra, who took Andrew Luck with the third pick of the 11th round and then comes back and takes Kyler Murray with the 12-10 pick here. Yep. Ventra, what's your the boy. thinking pairing so, these two quarterbacks up together? So your boy's thinking this. Uh, I didn't expect Andrew Luck to fall this far into the 11th round. Yeah, I know what concerned... Right? I know what concerned with his, with his calf. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous that he fell that far. So I said, listen, this is the best value right here. I'm going to grab this guy. The ceiling's too high, right? Uh, that's my first quarterback. But then I figured he is an injury risk. He's had this problem in the past. He's got it right now. Let me go for another super high upside guy. Who could run the ball? Who's exciting? Because you know he's going to go soon. So I paid him with Kyler Murray. Andrew Luck, Kyler Murray. One of these two guys will be starting on my team. Uh, if Andrew Luck gets hurt, it'll be Murray. If not... Luck is my guy. I think that's a, a good pairing right there for me at quarterback. Yeah, and we were, we were killing uh, Yang earlier before because he took Jared Goff and paired him up with Deshaun Watson. I think, you know, you can get a little bit more of a pass pairing a quarterback with Andrew Luck right now just given the injury situation and the fact that he has the calf injury. He's dealt with the shoulder in the past as well. By all indications, he's passed the shoulder injury. But now, this calf injury now creeping into people's minds. As EY likes to remind us often, right now, Andrew Luck is not a quarterback. Kyler Murray... He is a quarterback. We saw him play last night, made some pretty nifty plays outside the pocket as well. I mentioned Josh Gordon goes off the board at pick 12-12. 
Dave Martinez. Now, yeah. this is a pick that uh, you just want us to uh, get you back involved here. You want us to talk <laughs> a little bit about Josh Gordon. Why do you go with Josh Gordon here in the 12th round? No, listen, I'm going to go back to the same theory as when I doubled up with Moncrief in Washington, right? Those are my wide receivers four and five, and you guys seem to be convinced one of them could be a back-end wide receiver two. Now, I'm drafting what is my wide receiver six, and I'm drafting a guy who could be a wide receiver too if he plays and then and and then my guy Deshaun Hamilton I think is a much safer bet I think he's going to be catching passes in the slot for Denver so uh you know I like going upsides remember I'm going to swing here at this point of the draft you got a lot of wide receivers I do and I like Deshaun like, Hamilton hey, Dane, a lot Dane, as well can I ask Dane a question what's yes, up Jim yes sir um I love Deshaun Hamilton I, I loved him last year I just like the talent this kid has yeah but aren't you worried at all about Emmanuel Sanders Listen, you're, you're right. I think the Achilles, though, Jim, honestly, they say he's working it back well. I think the Achilles is a problem. Listen, if Manny Sanders is there and is his normal self, yes. But remember, also, Jim, this is the seventh wideout I'm drafting, right? So all I need is one thing to happen. The Achilles from Manny Sanders not to come back completely great. And I still do think that um, Deshaun gets targeted in the slot regardless. But you're right. Sanders is definitely a threat there. But, you know, he could also still wind up on a pup list or something like that. I'll believe it completely. Completely when no, I no, see he, it. He could. I, I, Joe, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And I love the Gordon pick because I'd love you, to take the shot on him. I would have. Thank yeah. you, Joe sir. Flacco averaged the fourth most passes to slot receivers last year. Deshaun at, in round 13, I think it's a very good pick. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, everybody. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Deshaun Hamilton, really, really talented player. We saw him down the stretch last Thanks. year, averaged something like nine and a half targets per game over his last four. Obviously, Joe Flacco comes in now as the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Uh, but yeah, we see Josh Gordon and Deshaun Hamilton it, paired up here. The last point, Martinez. The last point I want to make here is I am one of the teams here who still do not have a quarterback yet at all, but look at the names that are still on the board. I won't say anything out there, right? But still, I've been waiting the entire time. It's like a Mel Gibson and Braveheart being like, hold, hold. And it's the same thing. When you see the names that are still available in this one quarterback league, yes, I will be comfortable with one of them. And this is what we talk about, right? When when we bring up these experts drafts, right, where everyone likes to wait on quarterback and wait on tight end, we see George Kittle and Zach Ertz make their way into the fifth round of this draft. So ultimately, Greg and I, we took uh, we took Patrick Mahomes in the fourth round. I think if, uh, if we can have that pick over again, we'd probably go in a different direction <laughs> just based on some of the quarterbacks that are still available here in the 13th round. Some of the most recent picks... After Deshaun Hamilton, we see Michael Gallup, Debo Samuel, Mohamed Sanu, and C.J. Anderson. And ultimately, I think that's why you can actually feel all right with the Josh Gordon pick, right? Because at this point, look at the names being drafted. It's Debo Samuel. It's Mohamed Sanu, right? Yeah, like, Debo Samuel is a rookie wide receiver. Remains to be seen what his role is going to be for the San Francisco 49ers. Mohamed Sanu, a fine NFL player, but doesn't really have all that much upside EY, we've heard you talk about Andrew Luck in the past not being a football player because of a calf injury. I would like to hear what you call Josh Gordon, who I don't know what he is right now. EY, what do you have on Josh Gordon? Yeah, I mean, he's even less uh, of a football player than um, than Andrew Luck. I don't think he's even a, a ra- allowed around the facilities. Um, <laughs> now, could he get reinstated and be plugged in? He, he knows the offense. Wide receiver obviously isn't as hard as position to transition into quickly as quarterback. Andrew Luck is a rhythm passer. He needs to be throwing the ball every day in practice, and he's not. He's not a football player right now. That is EY. We are the BFS. We'll be back right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. From the-
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to the BFFs here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Happy Friday to everybody. It is August 9th, and we are here trying to finish out the 2019 Fantasy Football Staff League here at the Fantasy Sports Network. We're no longer going with experts drafts based on some of the picks that have happened here today. Uh, I I am being told that we we got an update from Joe Ranieri. Like your whole team? Oh, here we go. Oh, man. With the the over 40-year-old player team, that is uh, Jim Day, Fantasy Taz. I like that pick, EY. Fitzgerald and Delaney Walker. We did get an update from Joe Ranieri during the break. Uh, He was defending himself for taking Kareem Hunt in the seventh round. So everybody is like, who's that? That's my man, Joe Ranieri. We host the morning show, Make It Rain, together every week week day, uh, 7 to 9 a.m. here. And Joe Ranieri did take Kareem Hunt in the seventh pick. So I was like, yo, you're getting ripped for your pick, bro. And he says, talk to me in week 10 when half of these guys are going to need running backs because all their guys are injured. So there you have it. What's going to happen when his guys have a bye week or get injured and he needs to cut Kareem Hunt before week 10? Yeah, I, I don't know. Let's say, see. Talk Let's to me see. in week four when he's on the waiver wire. <laughs> That's what I would say back to Joe Ranieri. I, I don't know what's going on with Kareem Hunt here in the seventh round. You know, someone that we're getting a lot of updates about today is Antonio Brown oh earlier. Yeah. I had Antonio oh Brown Trigger, written huh? up here on the whiteboard. Where is Antonio Brown? Because apparently he's gone, quote, radio silent. More. Oh, yeah. They found him, though. Oh, we know where he is. They found him, and now apparently he is filing a grievance against the NFL because he wants to wear the helmet that he wants to wear, not not the helmet that they are telling him to wear. Mike, I got to work you back in here when we talk about Antonio Brown. I mean, with everything that's going on with AB, the frostbite, the fact that he can't be found by the Oakland Raiders, and now he's filing a grievance (laughs) against the NFL. I mean, are you moving this guy down your draft board? It it seems like there's something actually wrong. With Antonio Brown here, what is going on? I don't. I think a lot of this is preseason talk. Uh, I, the feet concern me. The fact with the helmet grievances and, and all that, I'm not too worried about that yet. But I have moved him. I, I last time I was on BFS with you, I told you I keep going back and forth between him and Mike Evans. I have now moved him behind Mike Evans everywhere. Uh, I still think though he's a WR one for me. Uh, John Gruden before last year, you know, every year he was a head coach. Force feeds his WR ones the ball, and John Gruden to me seems like the kind of guy who, to make himself look good, will force feed Antonio Brown the ball every single week. I think he can see 150 plus, even 160 targets this year in this offense. And I know it's not going to be what it once was with Ben Roethlisberger, and I don't think Antonio Brown is what he once was. His numbers last year were padded by the the career high touchdown rate, but I still think Antonio Brown, the volume alone, is king in fantasy football, and I think he will see volume to be a borderline WR1 this year. That's 100% correct. Beautiful, Flora. Well said. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better just myself. It's because he's on your team. Chris yeah. drafted Steel. Antonio hey, Flora, Brown. I'll give Steel. you one guess as to who drafted draft. Antonio Brown in this draft. <laughs> My number two wide receiver in the third round. Come on, number Flora. you got to like that. number two wide receiver in the third round. The 13th round is now over, and it looks like this. Deshaun Hamilton, Michael Gallup. Debo Samuel, Mohamed Sanu, C.J. Anderson, Naheem Hines, Giovanni Bernard, Jalen Richard, Mark Andrews, Cam Newton, Trey Quinn, 
and Lamar Jackson. EY, I want to ask you about Mark Andrews because you select him here at the end of the 13th round. A very popular breakout tight end candidate this year. What do you like about Mark Andrews? And he showed a, a, an obvious connection with Lamar, uh, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson last year. And I believe Lamar Jackson is going to be a better thrower this year. I mean, I, for me, I feel as a, a quarterback in the NFL, he certainly couldn't be a worse thrower than he was last year. They don't want him to run that many times. That's an obvious thing. <clears throat> Nobody wants their quarterback to run that often, no matter how good they are at running. So I, I believe there will be an uptick in throwing or at least attempts. And, and I believe it will go, a lot of these are going to be going to Mark Andrews. As much as I hate Jim Day's team, I got to say, I actually do really like these two picks here at the end of the 13th and the beginning of the 14th round as the James Conner owner, Jim Day, selects Benny Snell in the 14th and Trey Quinn at pick 13-11. Trey Quinn was a name that I was actually looking at in the middle of the 13th round. Look, we have concerns over the Washington pass catchers this year, but one thing they have made clear is Trey Quinn is going to be the slot wide receiver for the Washington football team, regardless of who is playing quarterback for them. So, Jim, I actually really like those picks. Tell us about Trey Quinn. Well, just like you said, you know, I'm expecting him to be the slot receiver, and he could end up being the prime receiver on that offense just because, you know, let's face it, Doxon and Paul Richardson at this point don't scare anybody. Uh, you brought in a couple of the rookies, and they may end up doing something, but I know Trey Quinn is going to be in the slot, and I'm going to take that shot because it's not going to matter to him which of these quarterbacks is in. I think they're both going to have to rely on him. We're starting to see some... team is my spirit animal team. (laughs) (laughs) That is uh, Florio's spirit animal. Uh, We see some of the quarterbacks going off the board here, finally. Round 13, we see Cam Newton go off the board, and then Lamar Jackson goes at pick 12 of round 13. That is the last pick of round 13. Speeds is the only one without a quarterback. But Steve Sadavoy, you actually double down on the quarterback position. You take Cam Newton and Carson Wentz. We were criticizing Yang earlier in the draft because he took Deshaun Watson in round 6 and then he took Jared Goff in round 10. I will say this. There's not nearly as much risk involved if you take two quarterbacks in rounds 13 and 14, especially when those quarterbacks are Cam Newton and Carson Wentz. Exactly. (laughs) You basically said it... (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah. At the at the price, I couldn't pass Ridiculous. up. Plus, Cam's got a little potential uh, injury risk. We're not sure. I mean, Wentz, he does have injury risk. Wentz, he runs the ball. Wentz could be an MVP this year, and he could. They also both run have the injury risk. They both Wentz have, have injury risk. So one backs up the I other. I think it works perfectly. He gets one for the first for six thirteen games, and a fourteen. The other for the last ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you could start. Uh, you can start Carson Wentz the first half of the season. Then once he gets hurt, uh, you could play Cam Newton. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everything's good to go with the shoulder. Everything we've heard out of training camp so far has been Cam Newton shoulder does look really good. Uh, Dane, I see you over there uh, shaking in your seat because you're the only team without a quarterback right now. Crazy. I am. How does that I- make you feel? No, it's all right. I am, and I just made the point that, like, am I okay with the quarterbacks that are still sitting there? You know, yes. To truth be told, would I have loved to on this turn get me Lamar Jackson and Carson Wentz? Yes. But (laughs) at the same time, absolutely. But at the same time, there are still options out there that I think have just as good of a shot as many others, the guys who have been recently drafted, to wind up inside the top 12 quarterbacks and ultimately be a QB1. And if not, we'll be able to stream and pick one up on any given week. 100%. 100%. It's a solution. You only start one quarterback in this league. Mike, Florio, I'm going to throw this back your way. Who would you rather have, Patrick Mahomes in round four or Cam Newton in round 13? 
Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton oh, could gosh. be a league winner this year. <laughs> Come on, Mike. He was a top five or Carson Wentz in round 14. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both of those guys could Look, be league winners. Whoever speeds takes at the bottom of the 14th round. Yeah, but at this point, I don't even got to take anybody. Guys, I can wait. Guys, let no Mike one talk. else is going to draft more. I guys, can wait. Let Mike talk. I'm sure he's about to get to the point where he really likes Patrick Mahomes in round four. <laughs> I mean, Mahomes is Mahomes, but Cam Newton was a top five quarterback last year before getting hurt, and he consistently is a top five quarterback in fantasy football. So the only concern is the shoulder, and at that price, it's worth taking a gamble on, especially since there's going to be. Some of these second quarterbacks, I think, will be dropped, and like that's uh, right, Daniel, they will. <laughs> there's going to be lots of quarterback value on the waiver wire. So, and he paired it with Carson Wentz. I think that was that's a ridiculous. Great deal. I'll tell you this: yeah. in round 14, Eric Young is out here playing chess while the rest of us are playing checkers. It was just announced earlier today that Antonio Callaway will be suspended four games for the Cleveland Browns to start the 2019 NFL season, and what does EY do? He goes ahead and picks Hollywood Higgins. That's Rashard Higgins. We saw him score a touchdown last night from Baker Mayfield. EY, I got to say, I thought that that was a really, really sneaky pick given the news that Antonio Callaway is going to miss the first four games. And EY is gone, and that's what you were telling me earlier in my ear that I uh, I couldn't necessarily hear. So Everybody shout out to EY. Me until it's too late. I'm gonna I'm gonna text <laughs> EY after this and let him know how much I like that I pick of Rashard Higgins here in the 14th round. But uh, let's work in fantasy Taz Jim Day once again. Jim, what do you think about that pick? With everything that's going down, everyone's excited about Baker Mayfield, excited about this Browns offense. Antonio Callaway is gonna be suspended the first four games of the season. Rashard Higgins might actually have value in the first month. Oh, I've always liked Higgins. It just seems like he never seems to click. But they're talking him up. They're saying he's making some spectacular plays. And, you know, I just I don't know how much value he's going to have in that offense when you have Landry there, when you have OBJ there, and then when you have, you know, Chubb getting supposedly more involved in the passing game. I just, you know, at this point in the draft, it's, a, you know, why not? Heck, you got to take that shot. If one of those guys gets injured, he could step into a prominent role, especially with Callaway being the idiot he's been. Uh, so it, it absolutely could play right into his hands. One pick after Rashard Higgins goes off the board, we see Miko Hardman, the rookie for the Kansas City Chiefs, go off the board. Pick 14.5 to Alex Fasano. Alex, I know you actually released a video here on the Fantasy Sports Network talking about three rookies that you like this season. Admittedly, we recorded that video before the, the, <laughs> the Tyreek Hill suspension was lifted, uh, but even still, you were selecting Miko Hardman. What do you like about him? Well, I, I, like I said in the video, um, it was before the Tyreek Hill suspension, so I was not sure what kind of factor Tyreek Hill would have. Uh, but Miko Hartman, they drafted him uh, this year. He's a very, very fast guy. He's going to be a perfect slot guy. So he's, gonna, I guess, going to play under Tyreek Hill since he's uh, not going to be suspended. Um, but there's always that worry. Like you guys have always been saying, everyone's got injury concerns. Everybody's got their own problems. So Tyreek Hill could, in the middle of the season, a problem could arise where he might not be their guy anymore, and Miko Harmon's going to fit right in. He's just as fast. He's just as talented. And I've always liked Miko uh, since he got drafted. So uh, this high-powered Chiefs offense, any, any option really in, in this offense you can't go wrong with. Um, so Miko Harmon I like as a nice, uh, a nice other flex option for my, uh, for my team. You don't have to tell team, team BFF about the Kansas City Chiefs. We have three of those on our team. We have Patrick Mahomes, we have Travis Kelsey, and we have Carlos Hyde. And now over to Dane Martinez where he's slapping the desk. <laughs> he finally takes his first quarterback, which is? Yeah, I went back to back and I got Winston and Big Ben. Winston and There's Big two quarterbacks. Ben. One thing that we know for sure is that 
Team Speed's the spitting statistician is going to lead the league in interceptions for sure. It's possible. <laughs> it is possible. And remember, I got all of the Pittsburgh wide receivers also, so let's stack them up. Do you have Chris Godwin as well? I do have Chris oh, Godwin wow. as well. This guy has oh, oh, man. stacks on stacks, stacks on, on stacks. stacks on stacks. When it comes to Jameis Winston, Big Ben, he's Herman. got the Steelers wide receivers. He's got Chris Godwin. So we stack in all of those players up together. We're now in the 15th round of the 2019 Fantasy Football Staff Draft here at the Fantasy Sports Network. We'll wrap it all up here on the BFFs next. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. The 2019-2020 NFL season is here with a slate of games tonight, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament setting, setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer, or become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you are playing Daily Fantasy Sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Head on over and check out their tools for NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and sports wagering, or get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount, and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and use of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code ACTION, DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. We are now into the 15th round here in the 2019 Fantasy Football Staff League here at the Fantasy Sports <laughs> Network. God, that was a mouthful. And I was told that during the break, we realized Dane is going with a bold strategy of James Winston and Ben Roethlisberger, who have the same bye week. Yep, it's Dane, true. how's that going to work out <laughs> I realized that as I made the pick, but remember when I was just telling Alex earlier to draft, don't worry about bye weeks in round four. Don't worry about bye weeks in round four. Well, apparently the same is true in rounds 14 and 15. <laughs> I do go. think, though, however... <laughs> By the time I get to week seven of the season, this uh, will kind of fall into place. The chips will have fallen where they may, and I'll be all right one one way or the other. Yeah, we'll be all right. You should turn your mic on, Steve, if you're trying to talk here on the Fantasy Sports (laughs) Network. I am Frank Stanton. It's optional. It's optional. It is now optional, yes, as we've seen many times with Greg Sussman, forgetting to turn his mic on here on the BFFs. Uh, so far, we've seen a few defenses go off the board here Frank, in the 15th is round. Is drafting now optional for you? Or uh, are you going to make this pick? P- potentially. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm also trying to host the show here. The Baltimore Ravens, the Los Angeles Chargers, Alfred Morris, Kirk Cousins, and Zay Jones. We see Zay Jones go off the board in the middle of the 15th round. So i got to throw this your way, Mike. You are the resident. Actually, we have multiple resident Buffalo Bills fans. As I mentioned on the BFS yesterday... The Fantasy Sports Network is the most exposure I've ever had to Buffalo Bills yeah. fans. It is absolutely <laughs> insane. We have Michael Florio, who's a Bills fan. We have Gabe Morenci. And coming up next is At the Window with Sean Guasamacchia. Also, also a Buffalo Bills fan. Mike, what do you like about Zay Jones, if anything, here in the 15th round? Uh, I think Zay Jones is an upside shot there. Uh, he, he did show some rapport with Josh Allen down the stretch, but... 
it was a lot in the slot, and Cole Beasley is clearly going to man the slot this year. And yesterday when Allen was in, he was going to Beasley quite often. Interestingly enough, Robert Foster did not run with the ones at all yesterday. So in three wide receiver sets, Zay Jones, it's looking like, will be a part of that and not Foster. So that was an interesting uh, thing we learned yesterday. But yeah, I think Zay Jones is going to be pretty inconsistent week to week, like I think most of the Bills receivers will be. Yeah, there should be a lot of inconsistency this year with the Bills wide receivers, but someone who was also running with the wide rec- with the ones yesterday was John Brown, John Smokey Brown, who is on Team BFFs. So take that, Jim Day, when you want to talk about how bad Team BFFs is. We have, uh, we have John Brown oh, on wait, our team. Is this a best we don't have any John league? Brown on your team. Is, is, <laughs> is this a best ball league? Uh, great pick in a best ball league. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> That's a best ball pick. Yeah. Oh, so now I'm getting, uh, I'm getting ganged up here by the fantasy <laughs> wow. football frenzy, huh? You you don't like John Smokey Brown? What did he ever do to you, Ventra? Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't really like him. I don't think he's uh, consistent at all. But what wait, wide receiver is he for you? Uh, that what would number? be our wide receiver. Six? Probably four. number two. Yeah, he's number two. Number oh, yeah. two. <laughs> no, Pettis is your number two. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's worrisome no, no, no. too. Pettis is, Pettis is in his number two. John Brown is his number two. Ugh. No, Dede oh, Westbrook is. Woof. Goodness <laughs> gracious. It's up in the air. That's how uh, Dede Westbrook Hey, we only, we only got to start two wide receivers on this team. We'll what I will say is this. Be good. Going from Lamar Jackson Nick throwing Foles. a deep ball to you to having Josh Allen try to outthrow you, your speed, that I helps. think could be helpful if you're a deep throw. True. That does I will help. say this. Watching the Bills yesterday, Josh Allen just, he heaves it every chance he Word. gets. That's like, what I'm saying. He just scrant rolls out of the pocket, and once he does that, it's down the field. Like that's all. Like there's going to be a lot of shots for for John. He's like a video game quarterback. This is exactly. also a, a good time <laughs> to mention that uh, this is going to be the last time that we have Michael Florio on the BFFs for a while, Aww. as uh, Michael Florio will be going back to his big boy job, exclusive out there rights in Los Angeles <laughs> on the West Coast. Uh, so, Mike, it, it's been a really fun season having you on, helping us out here talk about some fantasy baseball, some fantasy football. Uh, any chance you have the opportunity to call in or you know, take some jabs at the BFFs or whatever you want, feel free to call in and do so. Will do. Why are you not Thank here you having beers having with us, though? Why are you not here having beers? Afterwards, because I live in LA. Yeah, but weren't <laughs> exactly. you? Like, yeah. No, but you were here last week, weren't you? You were in New York. You didn't stop by Studio Thirty Four or anything like that. I did. did. I did. I I I stopped by to do uh, one Long episode times. of the BFFs, and then I had to head out to Jersey. I spend a few days uh, with my brother, catching up with my niece and nephew. So, unfortunately, I love being, how uh, you play the family card. Like, because I can't <laughs> go after that, right, Florio? Okay, fine. That that I met. I literally <laughs> left the BFFs and went directly to Forty uh, Second Street to meet my brother. Love you, brother, man. Just don't introduce them to, uh, to Dane. He likes little kids. Hey, Jim. Whoa, 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 what are we talking whoa, about? Whoa, this whoa, is a family whoa. network. Jim, let me tell you something. <laughs> I actually, you could look it up. I have actually opened schools before. I am the opening founding principal of Achievement First Bushwick Middle Schools. It started in 2007. So, yes, Speeds loves the kids. Interesting fact. <laughs> For the kids, man. For the kids. <laughs> Hey, Speeds love the kids. the kids. In- yeah, that's why you started the school. Absolutely, hey, I agree. I opened a school as a principal at age 27. True story. Yeah. Are you saying you're LeBron James? Take Except- that Take that and stick it where he the sun the doesn't shine, nope. Jim Day. True story. Fantasy He's Taz of- uh, continuing with his... We won't talk about the two-way mirrors. Uh, Jim Day continuing <laughs> his, uh, his theme of players that were great five years ago. Uh, taking Kyle Rudolph here. <laughs> Jim, what do, you, what, what do you have regarding Kyle Rudolph this season? <laughs> hey, he's a backup in case Delaney Walker doesn't fit. I'm okay with it. I'll take the shot on him. The, you know, supposedly he's building a better rapport with uh, Cousins this year in the offseason. They seem to be clicking a little better. 
So there's still an upshot with him, and I'll take that chance in, in the 15th round at this point just in case Delaney Walker doesn't come through for me. And I'm okay with that. And, you know, if you want, you and I and, and Greg can get together and make a nice bet on who finishes better in this Ooh, league. I like it. I like I, it. I'm Ooh. willing to do uh, that. Jim, you do realize that Delaney Walker and Kyle Rudolph will not combine for half the points Travis Kelsey <laughs> will score this season, right? <laughs> well, you, you do realize that my two tight ends will outscore most of your wide receivers. Right? Oh. His tight end two could be your wideouts. That's fair. Where, That's fair. Where, 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 where do you remember that when Dante Pettis goes off for 100 and a score in week one? Uh, if anybody wants a Steelers <laughs> wide receiver, I got you. <laughs> is, it possible, is it possible to set that up? Can we rig the matchup so that Team BFF goes up against Fantasy Taz in week one? Can we make that Yes, possible? you can manipulate Can we make that a thing? You we, can. We can. You absolutely can. The li- the the games aren't set yet. We can. Uh, oh, good. We can edit good. the schedule. Yeah. Actually, wait. I just saw that the Chiefs played the Jaguars 13. in Week One. Let's take Week Two instead, because it's pretty much our entire team. One, so, oh, once I add them, Week Two. Once I add the we rosters, I'm just gonna mix up the different matter. different schedules. Maddox back to back on the clock. Is he uh, still with us? Uh, Davis Maddox is not, not on uh, on Skype here anymore. Uh, Michael Florio took his place oh. here. So uh, we'll see what Davis Maddock is ultimately doing, but the 15th round, Ben Roethlisberger, the Ravens defense, the Chargers defense, Alfred Morris, Kirk Cousins, Zay Jones, Paris Campbell, Ted Ginn, Gus the Bus Edwards, Marquise Hollywood Brown, and Kyle Rudolph. I see you uh, throwing your hands up in the air when we men- mentioned Hollywood Brown. Yes. That was your pick, Steve. Uh, tell us a little bit about Marquise Brown. Uh, well, he's both related to Antonio Brown, and we are... Which means that he's going to go... Yes, he's, he's, he's going radio he's silent. No, no, for now, we're still aware of we know where, where he, he is. is he's right. in Baltimore. <laughs> for now. Is that what, a, what else? Hold on one second, guys. Jim Day is trying oh. to find Jason Witten on the board. <laughs> uh, Jim, Jason Witten oh, is available. And he would still be better than Frankie's wide receiver. Oh, wow. Steve, Steve gets the insult and he's still attacking Frank. Uh, fantasy Tab. Jim Day, uh, what about Eli Manning? Uh, what do you think about him this season? And you go ahead and you take the Jets defense. That's a great pick. <laughs> Jets right, the Greg Williams led Jets defense. It is a great Jets defense. Oh, he took oh, man. The Jets are going up against the Buffalo Bills in week one, so I actually do like the Jets as a streaming defense. What do you think about that? Spitting Speeds, our, uh, our other resident Jets fan here on the yeah. network. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at this point, early, if you're going to take one of these top defenses, fine, I'll give it to you. You're going to take the Rams. You're going to take the Bears. You're going to take the Ravens. Sure. After that, for everybody who's watching, what you really need to do is just bring up the schedule. Yeah. Okay, because if you are at the point where you're going to be streaming anyway, look at the week one matchups. My man Ventro over here who took the Chargers, and I consider the Chargers a above-the-line kind of defense. Yeah. Yes, but they are. He was like, oh, who did they play week one? He's like, Post. oh, Indy, uh-oh. <laughs> so if you're at this place and you're going to just you know throw a dart, look at the week one schedule, people. Mm-hmm. I actually really like this pick from EY as well. EY making some really good picks here late in the draft. Takes Miles Boykin, the rookie wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. We saw Miles Boykin make a few plays last night. Uh, they've been talking him up in training camp. We're hoping that Lamar Jackson can make that take that next step as a passer at the NFL level. And if he does, then potentially Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown and Miles Boykin could have some value this season. Really do like Miles Boykin. We're here in the 16th round. And Alex Fasano. he has no defense. <laughs> Who is that? He has no e- defense? EY has no defense. EY has no defense. No you actually not have to you draft an entire roster. Just smart. You do I think you do not have to draft an entire roster. I asked the clarification question about 30 minutes ago. Maybe you didn't hear it. I, I, I asked that exact question two rounds ago, um, Jim, and the commissioner oh, here to my right <laughs> said that exact thing. We asked. I don't know if you heard it. 
Um, but that was actually, I obviously okay. I did not. Okay, fair well, enough. Sorry about that. It's all right, Jim. Go, going off that though, I you would can drop the Jets immediately. <laughs> <laughs> going off that, I would I'm like to drop the Jets. I still <laughs> love the Jets. <laughs> I would like to draft the defense myself. So I just want to throw this out there. Who would you guys rather not see? The Saints or the Falcons, both on the road. Yeah, those are the guys you're looking at. Those Wait, are the ones you're no, looking at. I'm looking at their opponents. No, I, I know. Those are the so, defenses you're looking yeah, at. So right. the, look- the Saints are going up against the Texans in Week One. The Atlanta Falcons are going up against the Vikings. So uh, I'd rather go with the Vikings. Take your pick. I'd rather go against <laughs> the long term. I agree with against the Saints. Long term. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I think I'm going to go with the Vikings just because they are playing the Falcons. So uh, who cares about giving up the points anyway? It's about getting turnovers. Yeah, sacks, but, but think about fantasy. it. You want to you want to try and get the sacks too. All right, yeah. just make, make your pick, and I'll tell Draft you the number one streaming defense pick. this Perhaps week. The Broncos. One, uh, when I take oh. them right now, uh, the number one streaming defense in week one is the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Washington football team. Ooh. Whether it's Case Keenum, whether it's Dwayne like Haskins, it, that Philadelphia Eagles defense is going to nice. eat in week one going Smart. up against Washington. So you know, look. You have to weigh whether or not you want to stream defenses. You want to take the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are still available. But then again, they face the Chiefs in week week one. one. So you have to weigh whether or not, are you even going to start the Jaguars if they're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs in week one? That's something that you have to ask yourself when selecting a defense this late in the draft. Ultimately, guys, we're coming up on the end of the draft. It's it's round 16. Uh, How do you guys like your team? Uh, We'll start with you, uh, Dane, first. Yeah, I like what I did. I like that um, with the trade with Venture, I diversified away from Saquon, and I was still able to get that uh, the back end of the tight end tier. I like that I'm comfortable with the quarterbacks that I had, even though I waited so long, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Because remember, this is just the draft. Championships are still won in the trade market on the waiver yep. wire, but yeah, I'm good so far. Mm-hmm. Venture, what do you think about your team, how it, how it played out here? I think it played out all right. Um, I like ha- I have four wide receivers that I'm very comfortable with. Two of them in the flex. Running back depth I have. I would have liked a little bit more depth, but I went wide receiver heavy early. So, uh, and that seems to be the case in a lot of my drafts because wide receivers do fall off pretty early on. Whereas you could get some good running backs in the seventh, eighth, ninth rounds, like a Rojo or, or, or whoever else is around at that time, Sony Michelle. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty happy. Quarterbacks got two pretty good quarterbacks, high ceiling quarterbacks. I'm cool with it. We only have one minute left. I'll, it, I'll throw it to you, Jim Day, Fantasy Taz, real quick. You start with James Conner and Todd Gurley. Do you like the way that your team ultimately turned out? Absolutely, because it's not a BFF team. That's it. That's, <laughs> That's it. all that matters. Try to ask this guy a serious uh. question. Let him talk up his team. He's got to get one more jab in here before the <laughs> end of the show. Uh, one thing that we know Jim Day's team is going to lead the league in for sure is age. And the years <laughs> that is on his roster Service with time. guys like... Larry Fitzgerald, Delaney Walker, Russell Wilson, Kyle Rudolph on Jordan Hay. Oh, yeah, Fantasy Russell Wilson is team. terrible. Larry Fitzgerald is terrible. <laughs> I, I, you oh, know, I had, I had to try something Put there, your Jim. money where your mouth is. I want to thank everybody that was on the show today. Davis Maddock, EY, Steve Sadaboy, Dave Martinez, Chris Ventry, Yang, Alex Fasano. I probably missed someone else. Thank you, Joe Ranieri, for giving us a ton of content for <laughs> taking Kareem Hunt in round seven. Up next. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. 
We are closing out the sixth round right now. I'll remind you guys what has happened so far in the sixth round. It started off with Davis Maddock at 6-1, Robbie Anderson, then Tevin Coleman, Royce Freeman, Hunter Henry, Tariq Cohen, Dante Pettis to your... BFFs, Evan Engram, Allen Robinson, Deshaun Watson, Jared Cook, Christian Kirk, and Sammy Watkins. And I believe that there is this is the, the final part yeah. of this right. trade yeah. that involved you two swapping exactly. picks one and three, but you also traded picks in rounds two and six right. so that you had the earlier picks. Let us know what's going on with your team here, Dave Martinez. So I assume Jared Cook is on your team. Yes, Jared Cook is on my team. And part of the reason I wanted to do this move in this round is I I thought this would be around when the tight end run was going. And in that time, every pick matters. As you can see, so many tight ends have gone. And quite honestly, I believe I got the last of what some people may consider the tier in Jared Cook. And I moved up, you know, and part of what I did with him was specifically targeting this. We were in the pit of misery yesterday being like we'll see if i hop you in the tight end run right. literally that's what i said right? right and i do get in my opinion yes there's your boy the stiff arm still available i like him too but i think this ends that tier and i was able to get him and i'm happy with it well so that's the end of his tier right and i wouldn't say what's thing, the but he's still out there um so where are the players move we're done end up being we're done no no so where are the two players basically it's three being there were three rounds the enti- i have walking the now. entire we'll do trade it ends up being Saquon Barkley. This is my team, yeah. Saquon Barkley. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Adam Thielen. And And Adam Adam Thielen. Thielen. And on my side, it's Kamara, Fournette, and Cook. That is correct. That is what the final trade ends up looking like. There will be no more swapping picks, hopefully, for the rest of this draft My bad. All right. right, right, Spit and Speeds is on the clock with the... With the start of the seventh round here on the 2019 Fantasy Football Experts Draft, let me work. Uh, let me work Davis Maddock back into this as well. Davis, I'm sure you've done a lot of drafts so far already here during draft season. Have you seen George Kittle and Zach Ertz go that late in terms of being fifth round picks? I understand you only start one tight end in this league, and you know there's no tight end scoring premium. But for those guys to last all the way until the fifth round, is that is that just everyone trying to be too cute and and just load up on their their running back and their wide receiver positions? Yeah, I mean, I I probably have done I don't know 200 drafts or so, and they I mean maybe every once in a while they would slip into the fourth, but I really don't know if I would see them ever going into the fifth round. But like, it's pretty clear to see why when you look at the draft board why they slip so back is people started to panic about running backs. So like David Montgomery goes really early, uh, Philip Lindsay and Chris Carson go over their ADP. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.